that one. Yeah. This phone is, uh, it's fine. <laughs> Okay, we're in the middle page, the first paragraph of page 261. We're talking about the Ganeidin in every world, which is the level of revelation that we bring about in every world by virtue of Tarid Mitzvahs. Now, specifically, obviously, this world is to where we are. <coughs> and we got to the place in the text, just past footnote 33, in the text. There's footnote 33, and we got just past that. Where we said that Adam Rishon, <coughs> Adam Rishon was put in Gan Eden, to guard it, to work it, and to guard it, and that relates to mitzvahs asin and mitzvahs leisase, and that's how we bring about a Gan Eden in this world. And even though Shamra Razal, even though Chazal say Yafashachas Bachuva Maisim Tevim, we mentioned this yesterday also. Fourth parak in Perkyavas, which we saw in Shabbos. That one moment of Chuva and Maisim Tevim is Yafa is greater in, in Elam Hazim, is greater Mikol Chayelam Habo, it's greater than all of the world to come. And what does that mean? That means the connection that you achieve by virtue of doing a mitzvah in this world is greater than all of the world to come, meaning all the level of revelation that could possibly be experienced in the world to come. One moment of mitzvah is greater than that. More powerful connection to the Ebishter. The Altar explains in Tanya why. Well, because in, in Elam Haba you get a ziva shechina, the radiance of the divine presence, whereas in Elam Haza you get the Ebishter himself, a mitzvah. It's mamashim. The taiva, the taiva that the Ebishter had, and the tainug, and the pleasure that a Kaddish Boga gets, what, what does the Ebishter truly desire? What is it that gives the Ebishter this pleasure? Great revelation in the upper worlds? No. For whatever reason, the Ebishter likes our mitzvahs better than anything else. Why? That's just. The way it is. Why are leaves green? Oh, it's green. Why aren't they purple? Because they're green. It's just the way they are. Why does the Abishter, you'll say, oh, because of the chlorophyll. Why does chlorophyll make green? Why does it make purple? <laughs> That's just what God did. Right? It's the way it is. Okay, there's certain things we don't understand. It just is. It is the way it is. So why is it that the Abishter likes our mitzvahs so much? Kacha, he had a taiva for, for, for our mitzvahs. That's what he likes. And what, what the greatest pleasure of a Kaddish Baruch is not the existence of this incredibly powerful, beautiful, gorgeous, magnificent, infinite, godly light. As amazing as that is, that's not what he wants. That's Eilam Abba. Sorry. Eilam Abba. That's Eilam Abba. Da'ainu. Ganeidin Elyon. Ganeidin Tachten. Really, the Eilam Abba, the other shot in Eilam Abba, the world of Tchis, that Tachten is what the Ebishter wants. That's the Deir B'Tachten. But Eilam Abba, as we say it, Ganeidin. It's not what the Ebishter wants. Is there such a thing? Of course there's such a thing. That's called Chitsaini Yisaratzah. There's Pnimi Yisaratzin and Chitzoni Yisaratzin, in you and me and in the Ebishter. Right? What's, what's, we've talked about this before, but uh, it's okay. It's not everything that we talk about is remembered all the time. So, seems to be. So, so the, how does Ratzin work? You have a desire, okay? So you really want something, there's something you want. Okay, but there's all sorts of other things that you want that are external expressions of the true desire you have. Right? You pick up a phone. You pick up the phone. Why do you pick up the phone? Because you want to pick up the phone. But you don't really want to pick up the phone. You want to make the phone call. Right? If you could make the phone call without picking up the phone, then you would. You know, what, what do you say? Hello, Google? I don't want to say it. You know, whatever you say. Okay, so hello, Google. Call the fry. Now, if I could do that, that would be great. But I can't, so I have to pick up the phone and call the fry. 
she never gets the names that I'm saying. Whenever I say, hello, Google, what are you supposed to say? And then she says, okay, yes, what would you like? I say, call Wichman. She doesn't, can't figure out who that is. I don't understand the name. Say it again. Try the first name. Wichman. Wichman. Anyway, it doesn't, it never works. It never works. Because all our name, we know. Okay, so, so I pick up the phone because I want to pick up the phone, but I don't really want to pick up the phone. That's not panemia sarotza. My inner desire isn't to pick up the phone. My inner desire is to make the phone call. Well, that's also not my inner desire. My inner desire is, what I really want is I want to get the cab. But I don't want the cab. I want the cab to take me to where I'm going. I it can't say I don't want the cab. That's of course I want the cab. I just picked up the phone to call the cab, so obviously I want a cab. I don't really want a cab. I want to get to where, if I could just go poof and get to where the cab's going to take me, I would do it without the cab, but I can't. So I call the cab. Okay. So I don't really want the cab. I want to get to the airport. But no one wants to get to the airport. I mean, you really don't want to be in the airport. You want to be on the plane. Okay. But I don't really want to be in the plane. I want to be in New York. Just have to get on the plane to get to New York. I don't want to really, I don't really want to be in New York. I want to be in the meeting that I have in New York. But I don't really want to be in the meeting that I have in New York. I mean, of course I want all these things, but I'm doing all sorts of stuff to make this happen. I've been planning this meeting for two months been making phone calls and, and airplane reservations and I bought myself a new tie for the meeting like I'm ready to go. I don't really want the meeting. I want the million dollars I'm going to make from the meeting. But I don't want the million dollars. I want what the million dollars can allow me to do. That's what I really want. Okay, I want to really give stuck. Oh, and I, 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 on a certain level, yes, now, now you got to a mitzvah. So on a certain point, I really that really is panimi saratzon on a certain level. But there's something even more panimi than that. Right? I want to do a mitzvah. Why do I want to do a mitzvah? Oh, because the Rebbe said, what, what's mitzvah? Kilo because I want to bring Mashiach. Oh, so why did I pick up the phone? Because I want to bring Mashiach. Panimi saratzon is, is Mashiach. Everything else is kitsoni saratzon. The external expression of my will that ultimately is leading to the fulfillment of what I really want. If I could go poof and bring Mashiach, I would. But I can't do that. I have to do all these things. Okay, so one of them is I have to give stucco. Okay, in order to give stucco, what do I have to do? I have to make money. Well, okay, so I do all these things to make money. So I give stucco and stucco mikarevis is a gula, right? Good day, let's is a gula. Greatest stucco brings the gula. So I want to give stucco. Okay. So to the Amish. What does the to really want? Oak trees. No. He doesn't want oak trees. Well, of course he wants oak trees, because if he didn't want oak trees, there wouldn't be oak trees, right? Or acacia. Acacia trees, which only exist in the southern hemisphere. We don't have acacia trees here in the northern hemisphere. Though there might be some bizarre species of acacia trees in the Sinai Desert. And the reason I'm bringing up acacia trees is because very, very often, atze shitim, right, when the Torah says, take atze shitim to build the Mishkan, now we know that it was cedar, right, because Yaakov Avinu brought cedar down from Eretz Israel to plant in Mitzrayim, so we'd have wood to build the Mishkan when we left, right, so that, that's the matrix that everybody knows. Right? That kids learn that in school. So why is it called atze shitim? So one of the translations of shitim is acacia wood, which is a fun tree. Yeah, I know, but it's also a very funny translation because it's only by you and, and you know, it's, it's, in, it's in South Africa, it's in Australia. It is not in the Northern Hemisphere. You can't find an acacia tree in the Northern Hemisphere. So that's like a funny translation since that's where we were. Right? It's like sometimes they translate coma or kama. Kama, stuff growing in the field, sometimes it's translated very poorly. Corn, that's a really stupid translation. There was no corn around here, right? Corn, when did, when did the white man first see corn? When he went to the North Americans, decided to butcher the Indians, so the Indians grew corn. It's a new world crop. It's not an old world crop, right? Corn, corn came to Europe. It's funny, in Europe I heard, I mean, I don't know, I never lived in Europe, but as far as in Europe, they don't eat, they feed corn to animals, they don't eat it. It's not a human food, it's animal food. They eat corn in France? Not a lot. Not, not a lot, right? Not here, I mean, people lie. So you put out corn, Americans, ah, corn, I love it. I love it. But I also like the first thing I put on the salad when he puts out the corn, oh, great. Europeans don't, they'll give it to their horses and their, you know, little pink things with their pug nose, but they won't, they won't. Uh, 
Okay. Acacia. So the Abishad didn't create the world because he wants acacia wood, even though you can't say he doesn't want acacia wood, because if he didn't want acacia wood, there wouldn't be acacia wood. He created the world because he wants the Abitachtani. All that other stuff is all chitzenius ratzen. It's all the external expression of the ratzen. Meaning, usually when we talk about external, chitzenius as opposed to panemius, panemius is what is, chitzenius is function, what, thing, what things do. What's the function of something? That's its chitzenius, that's its external reality. What is it? That's its panemius. That's what it is. It's being. One of the explanations, one of the differences, I mean, there are others, but something that to keep in mind in terms of, you know, people talk about chitzenius and panemius. Panemius is being. Chitzenius is function. Okay, so there's all sorts of things that are chitzenius and ratzen. What does that mean? They function to bring about the ultimate ratzen, the, the ratzen that really is. Okay. So what's the taiva? The taiva isn't the elam isolianium, isn't the upper worlds. Why? Why are there these upper worlds? Well, they serve a function. Well, what function do they serve? Well, okay. I mean, one of the things is that the the light emanates down through these higher levels of reality until it comes into this world. Okay, beautiful, great. Why? I don't know. Because God wanted it to. Right? Now, you and I can understand that there's a there's an advantage to that that you and I actually have something to talk about. We can learn about godly reality because there are different levels of it. Theoretically, Atzmus could just go straight into a physical world without anything in between. Okay, but you and I wouldn't have much to talk about, would we? Wouldn't be any chassidus. <laughs> Eilamus. What Eilamus? There's no Eilamus. There's just Atzmus and slugs. That's all that exists. And, you know, other stuff in the physical world. Atzmus and acacia trees. Okay, so one of the functions of all these upper worlds is it actually gives you and I something to learn about and talk about and can try to understand different levels of godly reality. Okay. Also, for whatever reason, the Abraham decided it would be the, the, these neshamas that do certain things in Elam Hazah, so when they finish Elam Hazah, they should go to this place called Elam Haba and get a reward. Why? I don't know. We get a reward. And we hang around there for a while, quite a while. Some neshamas have been there for a very, very, very long time, waiting for the people down below to get it together to bring Mashiach so they can come back down here. In the meantime, they're hanging out up there. What are they doing? I don't know. They're nani mizivashchina. Evidently, it's pleasure that's beyond anything we can imagine, right? Because this Mishnah that we just read, we've talked about this countless times, the Mishnah we just read, the second half of the Mishnah says one moment of pleasure in the world to come is greater than all of, the, of this world. One moment of pleasure in Elam Haba is greater than all the pleasure that could possibly be experienced in 6,000 years of the world's history. All the emotional, physical, spiritual, intellectual pleasure that someone could possibly experience, that, that the world can experience, that's one moment in Elam Haba. Whoa, that's Ganeid. Manba once hears, heard someone for rain, that's why Rabbi, Rabbi Meir, right? Rabbi Meir davened for his Rav, right? Acher that he should get a chilek in Elam Haba. Okay, so what was his punishment? What was the deal? Okay, he'll spend a thousand years in Gehenna. He's going to really need to be cooked clean before he can get out of there. Okay. Whoa. So now what's a thousand years in Gehenna? Well, Chazal say that one moment in Gehenna is like 70 years of the affliction of Eov, Job, right? Did you ever read the book of Job? Like Yevishter really gave it to him over the head, right? Just everything happened. He got sick and he lost his kids. I mean, it was a disaster. Okay. So one moment in Gehenna is evidently like 70 years of the, of the afflictions of Eov. Okay. So Rabbi Meir davened successfully that his Rav, in order to get Ganadin, should go through a thousand years of Gehenna. So now do the math, right, in terms of what that is relative to Eoiv, right? So I mean, it's like millions and millions and millions of hours of, of or years of Eoiv's suffering. Okay. That's worth Gan Eden. worth that, evidently. Okay. Fine. But that's not it. That's what's so that's It's not about that. It's about this world. It's about doing a mitzvah down here.
Six lines up. <coughs> Including the last word. Excuse me. As is explained at great length, Behemshech Vekacha. Hemshech is a series of Maimarim. The Rebbe Marash. Series of Maimarim called Kacha. Vekacha. Le Admar Marash. Tamadover. What's the reason? Ki hagerim chazak yesimina nigram. The cause of something has to be more powerful than that which it causes, because ultimately it causes it. Okay. So what does that mean? What causes Eilam Abba? Eilam Hazim. The mitzvahs you do in Eilam Hazim. The mitzvahs you do in Eilam Hazim are, are, are existentially more powerful than that which is brought about as a result of it. Okay. The cave in Shavvedu Be'elam and since the Avedu Be'elam Hazim, he a good emes, that's what causes us a gilu yitlosid lavei, the revelation of losid lavei. Lochen, therefore, Aveda Zu, this Aveda, he neither says it's higher than Elam Abba. Okay. Mikomokem haritachli shleimus briyus Elam Hazim. So now the Rebbe says something really, what he just said was really interesting. So ultimately, even we bring about Lossid Lavei also, even Elam Abba, the Gilu Elokus that'll be Mesa Mashiach. But what causes that? Our mitzvahs now. So I'd be saying our mitzvahs now are actually more powerful even than that revealed reality. Except they're completely hidden. Because what causes Lossi Lover? What causes Mashiach to come? Our mitzvahs. So then the mitzvahs are more powerful than whatever reality they bring about. Mikol Mokim, nevertheless, what does the Yavishter want? Haritakli shleimus briyas elamaza. The ultimate purpose of the creation and the ultimate perfection and wholeness of the, the world and the creation of the world, what the Ebishter want? That for this reason it was created originally. That'll be expressed. Meaning, as amazing as an inc- and incredible as a mitzvah is now, and the Rebbe just explained that, Ultimately, what the Ebishter wants is Lassid Lover. He really wants Mashiach. He wants Dir B'tachtenim. What causes the Dir B'tachtenim? Mitzvah. Because Mitzvah is so powerfully connected to godly revelation. It's such an incredibly powerful expression of Elokos. Okay, so what does it cause? It causes that to be revealed, ultimately. The Rebbe says an amazing thing. The cause is more powerful than that which it causes. The effect. Okay, but ultimately, what does the Ebishter want? He wants the effect. Of course he wants the mitzvah. Right? It's really, I mean, we've been in Gullus a long time, obviously he likes these mitzvahs. But the, the ultimate purpose is, for, is, is he wants a dear b'takhtenim. Why? Kacha, again, that's what he wanted. Kitach lishlemus avedit b'dir b'takhtenim, the ultimate completion of the aveda of making a dear b'takhtenim, of making a place for God to be revealed in Elam Hazai, he is... Shia inyan agilui dafka. That's when it's all revealed. V'zeyeh lasid lover. That'll be lasid lover. When we bring Mashiach, so it'll all be revealed. What reveals it? Mitzvahs. Therefore, on a certain level, the Rebbe just said an amazing thing. Mitzvahs are more powerful expressions of godliness than the godliness that will be revealed be made Mashiach, because the mitzvah causes that. Okay. So then, why doesn't the Rebbe just want mitzvahs? I mean, obviously he wants mitzvahs. But he wants mitzvahs for a purpose. Even the mitzvah has a purpose. What's the purpose? Gilui. Now, the mitzvah is gilui, so we say, schar mitzvah, mitzvah. We said it earlier. The reward for mitzvah is a mitzvah. Okay. But ultimately, what a mitzvah is all about? Dear B'takhtem. Pnimish, if a pnimish was the Ebishter one, he wants to be revealed in Elamazim. Again, why? Don't know. Kacha. It's just the way it is. And it's not that we don't know. It is that desire is completely beyond any expression of intellect, chokhmah, even a Kaddish Baruch who's chokhmah. Can't explain that. Why? It's not chokhmah. <coughs> it's coming from somewhere higher than chokhmah. It's coming from the taiva. just is. Okay. So now the Rebbe says, okay, so, so what's Rosh Hashanah got to do with this? <laughs> so all this explaining why Zeh Yom Tchilas Ma'asecha, right? 
what, the, the, our, our original question was, why is Rosh Hashanah the beginning of it all? That was our question. Because we said, really, tomorrow, Chafayelu, is really the beginning of it all. The first day of creation is tomorrow. The sixth day of creation is Rosh Hashanah. Aleph Tishrei. First day of creation is tomorrow, and Chassidim for brain, Chafayelu, big stuff. It's all according to the fact that the world was created in Tishrei. Right, because the Machlekes, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Eliezer, when the world was created, Tishrei or Nisan. Right, so we ultimately Paskin both, right? When do months start? When's the first month? Nisan. Nisan. Counting time in months starts in Nisan. The beginning of everything is Nisan. Years start in Tishrei. We're a very strange group. We start our year in the seventh month. That's a pretty bizarre thing to do, right? Be like the year changing in you know, May. No, January first, beginning of the year. The year changes. It'll be 2020 on in the day of the first month. What? And business years are according to. No, that's taxes. When you but but, but yeah, say there, but but you know, the, I mean, so you could say that about a farmer. So a farmer's year starts. At, but but I mean, they count years from the first month. First day of the first month is the beginning of the next year, which makes perfect sense. By us, it doesn't work that way. It's the first day of the seventh month. <laughs> Bizarre. How can there be a seventh month if we just started? Okay, well, because there's a machlekes when the world was created. Right? So what do we? what's our answer to that machlekes? There's just two different levels. There's the world of machshava and the world of maisa. The world of machshava, in machshava, so the world was, was begun in, in nisan. Nisim, metaphysical, lofty, miraculous reality. Right. But in terms of Maisa, so the world was created in Tishrei. Right. Amazing for bringing of the Rebbe and Tavshin Nanalaf, or the Rebbe for brings on Chaf Hey Adar. He says, Zeh This is the day, the beginning of your deeds, and explains it all in Machshava. And what is Chaf Hey Adar? What was so unique about that, and why was the Rebbe explaining and explained it at great length? The Rebbe's wife, the Rebbetzin's birthday. The Rebbe calls Zeha Yerim Tchilas Mahasecha, the Rebbetzin's birthday is when it all starts. <laughs> it's unbelievable for bringing. The Rebbetzin was born Chafayat. In Machshava, it's the beginning of it all. Okay. But tomorrow, tonight, tomorrow. So, so now the Rebbe's going to explain the Pnimiyusha, the Pnimiyus. I mean, we, we already got the answer. We already got the answer to the question. The answer to the question is the Aved of Adam Arishan started on Rosh Hashanah, right? on, on Aleph Tishri. And that's why we say it. Aleph Tishri is Zeyem Chilas Mezach. What's that got to do with us? The Rebbe explains. Vahina, Yesayid Leklolos Avedis Adam. The foundation of the basic notion of the service of a person who in in Kabbalah's El Malchus We've talked about this at great length. That's what El is all about. That's what Rosh Hashanah is all about. Kabbalah's El. Accepting the Abishter as king. That's why, if you haven't looked already, so very good idea, so you won't be surprised since we're davening for all the goodness that the Kaddish Baruch is going to give us in the year Tafresh Pei Tafshin Pei what happened in Tafresh Pei? who knows what happened in Tafresh Pei something pretty big happened in Tafresh Pei exactly a hundred years ago Friedrich Rebbe became Rebbe in Tafresh Pei Friedrich Rebbe was Rebbe from Tafresh Pei to Tafshin Yud 30 years mm-hmm. 1920 to 1950 that's the passing of the Rebbe shot but that's why it, it's, you know, we're getting into those years that we always talk about, but we always talk about them. I mean, the ions we always talked about in terms of the Rebbe Shab, you know, ion base, and the, you know, the Mishab, okay, fine. But we got used to that. Now we're going into pay. So what is the pay? The pay is always the Friedrich Rebbe. Like, what was the Friedrich Rebbe doing? The first 10 years, so those were very big years where the Rebbe started, started in Russia and ended up in Poland. Right? And all sorts of things happened. Right? Never went to America in that time, came to Israel in that decade, the decade of the pays. 
So, so Hasidim always talk about what happened in the pays. So now we're in the Tafshin pays. So this is like a this is like a transition to a whole new Tafshin pay. Okay. Anyway, that's where we're going. <coughs> So what's Elul about? What's what's Roshana about? Roshana, you'll be looking your machser. I hope everybody has already bought themselves a machser. Good idea to get one with English so you understand it, or French, or whatever it is. Right. Do they have an Afrikaans machser? No, probably not. Right. So so look in the machser already. Prepare yourself for davening, because we're davening for our lives. Everything, Every cent we're going to make in the next year is going to be determined by our davening on Rosh Hashanah. Everything that happens to us on a certain level, all of the bracha we're going to bring down on Davka Rosh Hashanah. That's how it works. Rosh Hashanah, and Yom, you know, the ten days, and then Yom Kippur, seven days. But Rosh Hashanah, more than anything, the davening we do on Rosh Hashanah sets the tone for the whole year, establishes our Gashmis for the whole year. We're davening for Gashmis, physical life, physical sustenance. Okay, so I guess I should know. I mean, I would imagine if you were to go into a meeting with a major head of a company that, you know, was going to determine your, your future in that company, you would probably prepare for that meeting. I would imagine you'd think about what you want to say and how you're going to say it and what... Okay, so... What are you going to say? Well, you don't have to make up what you're going to say. It's all written. But look it up. Look it up and then get, it, make, get yourself familiar with it, how the davening happens and you know, what's going to be. And, what, and one of the things you're going to say, the reason we start diving, one of the things you're going to say over and over and over, you're going to wor- use the word hamelech more than any, anything else. Hamelech, hamelech, hamelech. We change brochas in Shemun Esra for 10 days. Hakela Kodesh becomes Hamelech Kodesh, and if I say Hakela Kodesh, I have to daven again. If you daven Mincha and say Hakela Kodesh and realize that then you have to daven Mincha again, you weren't Yetzim Mincha if you didn't say Hamelech Kodesh, right? Melech Ehev Tzdokel Mishpat, which you say in the middle, we have to say Hamelech Hamishpat. Right? We add certain things in davening. Right? We add four four additions in davening. Even in the first three brachas, which is absolutely astounding because the first three brachas and the last three brachas are never, ever changed. What changes in Shema Nesra? The middle. During the week we say 13 brachas in the middle. On Shabbos we say one. On Yom Tif we say one every day. Except what? For, the, for, for Russia and Yom Kippur, first of all, there's huge additions in the, in the beginning. Right? And, and, and then throughout the whole week there's additions in the beginning, the early brachas. Look them up, see what you're going to say. It's beautiful stuff. It's amazing stuff. And then look up Chazar Seshatz. Chazar Seshatz is not just repeating what, what you said silently. Chazar Seshatz for Shachras takes an hour. Chazar Seshatz for Musaf takes an hour and a half. Hmm? It depends. You know, hopefully it takes an hour and a half. If you have a Chazan who likes to hear himself sing, it'll take two and a half hours and he'll kill you. So then God brings you back to life for the whole year after the Chazan and Rosh Hashanah killed you, so then God gives you life for the whole year. Some Chazanim think that that's what, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to basically you know, kill people on Rosh Hashanah so God can bring them back to life. But, it's just like a war. But you're, you're not going to have that issue here. You'll have amazing Chazanim who will go through it beautifully but also quickly so that people don't go crazy. The, the, the worst thing is, is spending your time listening to the chazan say what you have to say or what you just said. Say it. Just say it. Let us say what we have to say and you say what you have to say and we'll, we'll you know, chazanim who are... Never my cup of tea. Okay. Remember when I did the, 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 the shul in Vancouver... The Chazan was an old European Chazan who came to Vancouver after the war once he was basically, you know, he was sort of over the hill and then he lasted another 40 years. He was over the hill by the time he came from Europe. And, and um, he had a finishing time for davening. Shabbos davening had a finishing time, which means if it was a short Parsha, he could do it, literally, I'm not kidding, he could do a, a, a 35-minute Kedusha in Musa. Right? I mean, what is there to do? Right? What, how can you possibly make that last 35 minutes? Okay, I understand. There's a few, you know, there's Shema Yisrael and, and you know, I mean, there's a few extra things to say, but I mean, 
Because davening had a finishing time. So if it was a long parsha, he would, you know, normal. But if it was a short parsha, he had 20 minutes to sing. And you're standing there. It's not like you're mainly you're sitting down. You can read a book. You're standing there with your feet together. You can't move. It's got you captive. I still see that still bear the scars of his kedusha. Oh, it was... It was There was him, and then there was another old guy, the other old guy, who was really a holy Jew, Reverend Schuster. He was like an old, I think they called him the Beatle. Remember, he's the Beatles in Shul, B-E-A-D-L-E, like the, with the Gabbai, but they called him the Beatle. He was in charge of everything, and, and he, he was my Misha, a, a, a serious yid. The, the Chazan was sort of, you know, like a peacock, you know, but he was a serious yid. And uh, he would look at him with this look of complete... I don't want to say hatred, because he was a serious Jew, so I didn't would hate another year, but I mean such disdain for this chazan. Remember the chazan, you know, he would sing Chaverim Kol Yisrael during, uh, you know, Birchas HaChodesh, benching the, you know, Chaverim, Chaverim, Chaverim Kol Yisrael, and he would sing it over and over and over and over, and this guy would look at him like this, you know, like the, if looks could kill. So he's saying Chaverim Kol Yisrael, all Jews are friends, and this guy's looking at him like he wants to kill him. And that, that, that was our, you know, experience of, you know, davening and shul. Turned off a whole generation of Jews. That's <laughs> <laughs> what synagogues tend to do, right? <coughs> okay. Kabbalah soul. The king's king. That's our Aveda in Rosh Hashanah. To accept the Abishter as king. We are crowning the Abishter. It's a coronation. Right, we blow a shafer. We crown the king king. V'zeu inyan avedas Rosh Hashanah. This is the inyan avedas Rosh Hashanah. Shaz machtirim as a kaddish baruch lemelech. We crown a kaddish baruch as king. Right, machtirim kesser is a crown. Machtirim caused caused someone to wear a crown. What does a kaddish baruch say? Tamlichuni alechem. Make me tam tam taf. Right, you tamlichuni. You make me tamlichuni. You make me king alechem on you. Ubemeh how b'shefer. Blow the shefer. What does it mean to make the Abish king? We accept him as king. What does that mean? What he says goes. This is his deal. This is his show. It's about what he wants. It's about not, not yes, what he wants in terms of the activity, but also the general idea. What, what does the Abish want? He wants, he wants to be revealed. He wants Elamazah to be a place of his revelation. Okay? So what, what does a subject of a king do? He does what the king wants. His whole being is to express the king's desire. That's who he is. That's how he's defined. That's how he defines himself, and that's how he's defined by others. <clears throat> I've said it so many times. Eliezer, when Eliezer goes to find the Shidduch for Rivka, he doesn't refer, he has no name. At no point does Eliezer have a name in the story. He's referred to by, by the Chumash as Ha'evid, and he refers to himself as Evid Avramanechi. I'm an Evid of Avramavina. Who are you? I'm, I'm Avramavina's Evid. That's who I am. Avramavina's Shaliach. That's who I am. You have a name. Yeah. By virtue of the fact that we approach a Kaddish Baruch Hu with the crown in hand, wanting, so to speak, to put it on his head. In Hasidic, I mean, obviously we're learning Hasidic here, but the Rebbe's not going to use this language. What are we trying to do? And, and this is the Aveda of Rosh Hashanah, I mean, meaning. This is the invite of Rosh Hashanah. It just reveals it to us. To arouse in the Kaddish Baruch the desire to be king. Because if he's king, guess what? There's a world. And guess what? And there's also us. Right? But if for whatever reason, Kaddish Baruch decides, you know what? Enough of this king business. I'm not interested. Guess what? No world. Because what's the world? The world's the expression of the Abish's Malchus. So to speak, ain't Melech Beleam. I mean, that's what Chazal say. So in a fleshly king, it's certainly true. There's no Melech Beleam. If there's no Am, there's no Melech. Right? So, so too by the Abish. So the Abish put himself in that situation. Right? That he won't be king unless we proclaim him king. And that's Rosh Hashanah. <coughs> 
When the Chazan walks up to start chakras, what's the first word he says? Hamelech Yeshev Yo, 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 yo. Al kisei ram v'ni so shechein admarai v'gadashem yai nai nai yai nai 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 It's unbelievable the davening of Rosh Hashanah. You have to be a rock not to be moved by it. It's just unbelievable. <coughs> that through this, the fact that we proclaim him king, so he's king. We're the Ratzin We arouse in the Kaddish Baruch his desire to be king, so he continues the existence of the world. And we know the whole world, we just learned it in Tanya, the whole world stands in, in, in balance, right? The night of Rosh Hashanah, a time of tremendous din. Why? Because the vitalizing energy that vitalizes the world from the year before has receded out of the world. So to speak, the world, well, the world is hanging by a thread. Just it's, it's, it's living on the residue of the, of the vitality that existed before. And when is it that the new vitality that, that, that vitalizes the new, the new year is brought down through Tkir Shaif? That's why it's called Din Kasha. That's why the, the, the first days, and, and at nighttime in Rosh Hashanah, we don't, we don't joke around, we don't, we don't, we don't drink L'chaim on Rosh Hashanah. Right? Don't, you know, we make Kiddush and that's it. Don't drink beer, don't drink, certainly not beer, but I mean, don't drink, don't drink a L'chaim on the whole of Rosh Hashanah, we don't drink L'chaims. Right? Sitting in court, you don't drink L'chaims in court. Right? We don't talk, you know, especially the night. Very, it's a, it's, it's. I mean, Hasidim usually are not into severity, but it's a severe time, right? We don't, we don't stum talk nonsense. Try not to talk nonsense in the, 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 the at night. Very, right? We, dessert. There's no dessert on Rosh Hashanah. You don't have dessert. Why? <laughs> it's not a meal for dessert, right? Those didn't have a piece of cake and a piece of pie. Sukkas, sukkas. You barely eat the meal. It's all dessert. Right. Incredible revelation, but all the be, be Kava Yira. Roshana Yom Kippur is the Kava of Yira. It's a very severe time. Not depressing, uplifting, but severe, serious. You're in court. Don't start, you know, draying around in court. We don't even, yeah. Um, do, do people not say the Chaim for the entire 10 days? No. Just Roshana. Obviously, on Yom Kippur, we don't say L'chaim, but that's a different reason, right? People for bringing on Shabbos, Vav Tishrei, there's a big for bringing by the Rebbe, his mother's yard side. Big for bringing, lots of L'chaims, right? But, but no, Rosh Hashanah, we don't drink L'chaim. Also, there's a minog, I mean, you know, if you're, if you're eating somewhere and they serve dessert, so don't, ah, you, K-Frim, what is, you know, just the guy, you don't want to eat the dessert, don't eat the dessert. But I mean, there's, there's an Indian, we, we don't eat dessert, why? Just, it's not not a day to sit down and you know give myself a little sweet. We don't eat sweets. We give kids sweets, but even the things we give kids to eat, we, you know, try to give them a little less. You know, just you know, push up candy. Yum Kipper, you give your kids to eat, but it says beferish and Allah not to give them sweets and things. You let them eat because they have to eat. Of course they eat, but they're not eating candies. They eat food, you know, real food. Give them some fruit and stuff. So the nighttime is is. is Tilk Schaefer? We don't talk politics. We don't talk sports. We don't talk any of those things that people might talk about. <coughs> you don't sit around depressed and look unhappy. Adarabha. There's a tremendous simcha of Rosh Hashanah, but it's a, it's a simcha of din. Now the Rebbe is answering the question more fully. Because after all, we gave an answer to the question. And then Biorinyan. So all of this has been explaining the answer we gave. Because it really all starts on Rosh Hashanah. What does that mean? So the Rebbe explained everything about what the Ebishter wants. And how do we do that? It's Aravayda. And how's that? That's Tarin Mitzvah. Oh, so therefore what? 
וזהו, and this is why, דווקא אני רואה שאני אומר שזה יהיה עם תחילת מעשיך, כי ביום זה, אייסא בריאס אדם, this was the day of the creation of people. דווקא על ידי אבדס האדם, וספציפלי through our אבדה, פיילס, אז המשוכס, הקבולס אול, that is what brings about the drawing down of קבולס אול, the acceptance of the yoke of heaven, which means a commitment to the אבישת. בכל הנברואים, בסדר ישתר שלוס, in all the creations and in the whole natural world, על ידי זה, and through this משלימים, we complete this תכלס הכוונה, the ultimate purpose of creation. Now the Rebbe says a very interesting vart, so to speak. Right? They would call it a vart. Explains the words more deeply. Beautiful idea. Now, meaning we have the answer to the question. Now the Rebbe is explaining something specifically about the words. And this is specifically the beginning. Why? What do we say? We say it in Davening Shabbos. Seif Maisa, the end of deeds, meaning the last things done in creation, were the first things thought of, so to speak. Right? When an architect has a vision of the building, what's his vision? The end. He sees the finished building. Ah, that's the last thing that happens, right? That finished building doesn't happen for quite a while. All sorts of things have to happen before he gets that building. Right? He, the first, the, the, obviously, he writes, he writes up the plans. Okay, as this image, he writes up the plans, and then what? Then he, they dig a big hole in the ground. They do exactly the opposite of building a 10-story building. They make a big hole in the ground, so now the building, now the ground is lower than it ever was. Right? And then you start until the end, you end up with exactly what he had thought of originally three years ago, when this idea popped into his head of that building. That was his image. So too, so to speak, the Abishtim. Saif Maisa, the last thing created, you and me, Adam, people doing a Veda, in Elamazes, but Machshavatrila, that was the first thought, that's what he wanted. Not only in a certain level of Machshava that we call Machshava Kaduma Da'ak, Ak, Adam Kadmain, what's Adam Kadmain, what's Machshava Kaduma Da'ak? So we know there's four worlds. Atzil is Bri, and in each word, each world has its own keser, <coughs> its own ratzon. What's keser ratzon? The ratzon is the is that which is the source of that which you know the world. So, what's the ratzon of etzilus? The desire for etzilus, so that etzilus will look whatever etzilus looks like. So that's all can that's all encompassed in the desire, the ratzon that is the source of elam etzilus. The first expression of that ratzon is a level called chachma etzilus. Okay, fine. And I'll ultimately end up with Malchus of Etzilus, and that's what Etzilus looks like. Okay? But that's the Kesser of Etzilus. Hanani mentioned them the other day. That's Arach and Atik. Okay? And each world has its own Rutzen. You build a four-story building. What do you want the fourth story to look like? It's the Rutzen, the fourth story. What do you want the first story to look like? The Rutzen, the first story. Okay? But what about the Rutzen Kloli for the whole building? You have a certain desire for the whole building. That's Ak. Adam Kadmon, Machshav Akadumah Da'ak, is that literally primordial thought that is the Ratzin, a Kloli, the general Ratzin for all four worlds. Each world has its own Ratzin, just like each floor. What do I want the fourth floor to look like in the building? Okay, so I have a desire, I know what I... I want the elevators to open up, there. there's, there's no hallway. You open up into a, a space that's the office or something, okay? That's what the fourth floor is going to look like. That's a Rutzen Prati of the fourth floor. What's the whole building look like? That's the Rutzen Kloli for the whole building. That's Ak. The Rutzen Kloli, the general desire of the four worlds. As opposed to the specific Keser, the specific Rutzen of each world. Because each world looks like it's supposed to look like. God wants it to look like. What's the Rutzen of this world? That it should look
again after 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 so 